Hello, everyone, and welcome to Expect a Miracle with Richard Roberts, and I am your host, Richard Roberts. Each week, I bring you an exciting guest from the United States, from Canada, from all over the world, and this week, we're moving down to Florida. Pastor Stephen Strader of Ignited Church in Lakeland, Florida, a longtime friend, a family friends between the Straders and the Roberts. Pastor Stephen, God bless you, and welcome to the podcast. It's an honor to be with you. Uh, you and I have such a rich heritage. We do. And uh, a lot of uh, family connections. And wow, this is exciting. Well, I've got I've to start off by, by first mm. of all, uh, saying how grateful I am to you and to your family. Because in 1993, after I was first elected president of the university and I took on this multi, multi-million dollars worth of debt, and was absolutely being inundated and wanted to quit, run away, hide, jump in a hole, pull the top over on top of me. I came to your dad's church. That's right. And the joy of the Lord broke out in my life. Uh, I can remember you and your dad literally almost nailed to the carpet on the floor. That's uh, right. <laughs> and the joy of the Lord hit me. My life was transformed. And I credit what happened that weekend and your church, a Carpenter's Home Church at that time, when your dad was still uh, living on this earth, uh, I credit you and your dad with with uh, being a part of literally transforming my life. So after all these years, again, let me say thank you. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, I never will forget that day uh, because you really hadn't been exposed no, not at to all. the revival. And we all. had told you about it. Yes, and uh, you went out into the congregation to pray for a man. And the moment you touched him, he fell over and the usher had not had a chance to get there. And you literally flipped in the air over that man on your back, jumped up. <laughs> and my dad and I started laughing in the natural but then the whole the holy laughter hit the whole congregation. It was a fun time. Well, it was a transforming time for me, and I thank God uh, for that for that time. And uh, I miss your dad. I miss your mom. I miss my dad. I miss my mom as well. Uh, they are all in heaven. I'm sure up there rejoicing. But your dad was so precious to me at that time. He said uh, he said Richard. Of course, he was on our board at that time. And he That's said, right. I know, I know the pressures that you're under. And if anybody needs the joy of the Lord, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the truth is, is we all need it again. And I'm looking forward to a whole fresh new wave of joy hitting uh, the whole earth well, right I, now. We I need am it. As well. I am as well. <laughs> now you've remained in Lakeland since your dad and mom's home going, and you are now pastoring Ignited Church there in Lakeland. Share a little bit about the church and about your family and what's going on in, Lake, in Lakeland. Well, I'm excited to tell you this. Um, the state of Florida right now is in the eyes of the world because of what our governor is doing right now and so forth. God bless Governor DeSantis. Yes, sir. But even greater than that, a slew of large, major prophets, prophetic voices, all the way back to 2018, and now uh, this year, uh, many, many have prophesied that the next great move of God is going to happen in Florida. And uh, I'm right here in the middle of it. And when I started hearing all these prophecies, I mean, it energized me 
So Ignited Church is going through a huge uh, metamorphosis. I mean, uh, we are now equipping, training, uh, gathering, planning strategies for our church people that uh, know how to do the do the gifts of the Spirit and flow in the anointing. Uh, we're going to start traveling and uh, and going from church to church. Whoever is hungry for revival, uh, any of the audience that uh, have churches in Florida, we are ready. We are prepared. And our first events start in February 2020. We're going down into the whole Miami region, all the surrounding areas. 2020, 2022, I think you mean. 2022, <laughs> yes, thank you. And uh, we're calling it Florida for Jesus. And it's it's exciting. We've got about 70 pastors that are cooperating with us and helping us. And uh, you're about to see Florida explode in what we're calling a glory storm. Well, that's wonderful. And of course, Florida has a great history of the move of God. We all, we all remember the revival in the Pensacola area that happened some years ago. I got to be a part of that. And I thank God for that. And I thank God that God is visiting Florida again. And I'm really looking forward. Can you share some of the prophetic words that have been given uh, in any specifics? Yes. What happened was there's a, a young uh, lady prophet uh, she is pastoring a church in uh, near uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and around April of 2021, she began having these amazing, dynamic, very explicit visions of a huge storm uh, attacking Florida. And it was, at first, it was very traumatizing to her. And she says, God, what am I seeing? What is happening? And as the Holy Spirit pulled her back and, and kind of uh, from a 30,000 uh, height, you know, way up high look at what was happening, she realized that this was like what happened in Mount Sinai with the children of Israel. Remember how the cloud moved in yes. and there was thunders and lightnings and the people of Israel looked up there in the sky uh, at the top of the mountain and they were terrified. And it was the glory of the Lord. That was to be so a blessing, not, a, not something to terrify you. Exactly. And so Prophetess Liberty began to get more and more visions. I think she's had something like 17 visions now of a glory storm that is very uh, intense. And it's going to be marked by healings and miracles and all the things that you and I have ever dreamed of. Now, this is scriptural because the Bible said that in the last days, we would get the former and the latter rain right. together. And, and if you can imagine all the miracles, all the moves of God that have ever happened, and now they're going to descend upon the state of Florida. And then we don't know how long a time it's going to take, but then it's going to spill over into Texas, and then it's going to cover the entire United States, and then it's going to the nations. And that's my passion. 
touching locally, reaching globally. Uh, I've been called as an apostle to the nations. And for the last two or three years, you know, we've been basically shut down. So this is exciting to me that God has said, okay, now's the time. Let's go. The church, if I could use this metaphor, the church has been like a rubber ball the past couple of years. If you take a rubber ball and you hold it underwater, you hold it and you hold it and it stays there. But once you let the rubber ball go, it comes shooting up out of the water. I remember we used to do that as a kid. We used to hold a little rubber ball under in the bathtub and let it go. It would shoot up into the air. That's a picture of the church being released. And what Satan has tried to do to stop the church is, is, uh, is being uh, set aside. And now the church is rushing up and Florida is the, the perfect place for it to do it because you know as well as I do that there are three specific states where many people from, uh, from other states are moving to right now. One That's of them is it. Florida, one of them is Texas, and of course one of them is my own home state in Oklahoma. We're having an influx of people. Texas is having a huge influx. Florida is having a huge influx. Most uh, most moving to Florida coming from, from East Coast states where there's been such, uh, uh, how can I say it, uh, being held down, and whereas Texas and Oklahoma are getting it from the West Coast. So there's That's a tremendous it. influx of people, and that rubber ball I'm talking about is just coming up out of the water with with, with a fresh breath of the Holy Spirit. That's it. And, and just personally, um, you and I really haven't had a chance to talk over the last couple of years, both of us uh, going through metamorphosis and transition with our ministries. And, and for me personally, I have sensed an intensity in my preaching and, and an anointing for, for, just speaking forth and declaring the word of the Lord, like I have not experienced but a few times in my life. Uh, Back in 2008, we went through that time where a great revival hit our church, and and I, I, I preached like my hair was on fire. But that has started happening again. Uh, Just a few Sundays ago, I was preaching And all of a sudden I realized this was a Sunday morning. I had preached almost 90 minutes and I looked up at the clock and I went, Oh no, (laughs) but nobody had moved. I mean, the anointing was so strong and I know that it's the Holy spirit doing something in me and I'm excited about it. I don't know what's about to happen. Well, I know something good is going to happen. It's going to be earth shattering. It's going to touch not only our nation, it's going to touch Canada and Canada desperately needs a touch of God. There are areas of Canada, especially up in French speaking Canada. God spoke to me recently about French speaking Canada. And, uh, and I'm getting, I'm being prepared to, to do some things up in French speaking Canada. It's a very, very needy area. And then, of course, the other nations of the earth. And that's my heart as well. India and in West Africa, places where I'll be going this next year and expecting a great, great and mighty miracles. And I praise God for it. Share just a little bit about your family and what's going on there in Lakeland. Well, here's, here's what I, you know, I felt in my spirit, every one of my children, in over the last two years, every one of my children has been moved, shifted, changed into new areas. Uh, for example, my oldest son, Jordan, he, he got moved 
from uh, North Carolina all the way over into Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, my son, Austin, number three son, Austin, he was working way out on the left coast. I mean, he was out there in Oregon, and then he was moved down into San Francisco. Then he was moved to Dallas, and he was being uh, brainwashed by this left wokeism, and he and he lost his job, and he was he was really crushed. He was really uh, broken, and said, "God, what do you have for me?" And the only job he could find in Dallas was working for Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> <laughs> and he has he has got his brain washed in the right way now and uh and he is doing so good he's working on that tv show called flashpoint oh, have yes. you seen it with gene bailey yes, well I, my, i've been on my it several times well my my son is the assistant uh, one of the assistant directors and helping behind the scenes with that and then um my daughter um she's a worshiper and uh, she, we actually uh, helped her go to two years of worship university. And we really felt like that's what the Lord was doing in her life. And she has now gotten shifted. And she is working in the area of called uh, sustainability. And I had never heard that term before. But it's learning to get back to our roots of living off the land and, and uh, just taking care of planet earth in a uh, compassionate conservative way, not in a, in a wokeism way, but in a proper way. And so in January, she's moving out on a farm and I'm going, what's happening to my family? Well, how's, how's mama, how's mama handling all this? Well, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. I hope she's not watching. Uh, she, well, she uh, right now, she's rearranging and doing things right now. And I just know better than to stay out of the way. <laughs> no, Jan is doing great. You know, her gifting is administration. and But she also has a strong prophetic uh, call on her life. And I'm really trying to help her to shift away all of the administrative stuff and really get into her full calling as a, as a prophetic voice. She's a seer, and she sees things in the spirit. So, like, if she's praying with somebody, it's like she can see what's going on in, in their life, and she sees it with pictures, and uh, that's the way she operates. And I, I can't wait to uh, have her beside me ministering uh, regularly and, and even full time. So we're excited about that. Stephen, uh, coming up in a ministry family with your dad, uh, Carl Strader, of course, your mom, Joyce, and, and all that you went through during those years. Uh, let me ask you a, a tough question. What do you wish you had known 30 years ago that you know now? How can you help someone who is now at the point where you were when you were starting out? What, what, what do you wish you had known then that you know now? Well, I know this may sound like a strange answer, but I think the Holy Spirit allows you to think or believe whatever you want to believe in order to move you into the position that he wants you to go in. 
And, and I really feel as I look back over my life, when I was 12 years old, I was called into the ministry. I knew it beyond any shadow of a doubt. One day I'm going to be a preacher. I knew that. But when I was 15, I felt drawn to music and I started playing the drums and I became one of the first Christian drummers in the whole state of Florida. I mean, drums were not allowed in churches. No, not at all. Way back in those days. Nor electric guitars. <laughs> nor electric guitars. And, uh, and so anyway, I got into the music industry, but by going into the music, playing Southern gospel, I was traveling all over the United States. And I look back on it now and I saw God's hand in helping me to experience ministry all over the United States. And then when I was about 17, uh, dad uh, started that Christian radio station. We were one of the first churches in America that owned a Christian radio station. And so I started working on the radio station. And then around 18, 19, I went off to Bible school and still thinking I'm going to be a preacher, right? But I loved radio. I was, I was, I was a disc jockey on the local campus radio station. And I still loved music and I was traveling with the music groups and I'm going, okay, maybe God wants me to fulfill my destiny that way. But then when I went to Oral Roberts University uh, for my graduate degrees, I'm thinking master of divinity, you know, I've got to have that if I'm going to be a pastor, but I hated it. Don't tell anybody, but I hated the whole academic world. I loved Oral Roberts University, but I did not like the academic world at all. And so as an elective, I took a television course with Tom Durfee there at the Oral Roberts campus. I lost my job on the Christian radio station I was in. And because of uh, conflicts and they were changing things and I just didn't fit in. And I got a job working for you at the Oral Roberts Television uh, or Oral Roberts Evangelistic Association Television Department. There I got it out. And as a matter of fact, the first time you and I met personally was standing in the lunch line uh, for a TV show uh, we were doing. And I started working on the television show. And by the time I left Oral Roberts University, I knew that Christian television was what I was supposed to do. And this was totally out of the box because here I was called to be a preacher. Why, why am I doing Christian television? And for 17 years, I produced my dad's TV shows. Matter of fact, I found this out. Um, I actually directed your dad in his very last TV special that was videotaped at Carpenter's Home Church in my dad's, and I was the director. Yeah, I remember it. And so I'm, I'm going, God, why are you taking me down this road? And then when Rodney Howard Brown uh, came to the 1993 meetings that you referenced uh, earlier, that's where you were touched in that great revival, I was the television producer. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, if you want to be touched by this revival, you've got to get out of this TV control room and get out there into the audience. And that's what I did. 
And that's when the Holy Spirit touched me. And then I went to the ICBM meeting in Tulsa, right there in the Maybe Center, the International Charismatic Bible Ministries. I'm sitting on the front row, and they call me out to come backstage. And I'm going, that's kind of unusual. Why am I going backstage? And they said, go to the TV department. And I go backstage to the TV department, and they said, uh, they want to interview you about the revival at your dad's church. And, and I said, wow. I said, okay, who's wanting to interview me? And it was Channel One out of Europe, satellite uh, programming, was borrowing your studios to videotape different people at the ICBM conference, and I was one of them. So in one day, by accident, I'm taken off the front row, put on television, on satellite, all across Europe to talk about that. And my life began to shift from television to the pulpit ministry. And I've been in the pulpit ever since, been around the world 35 times, preached in 23 countries. My whole life has shifted. So if I, if I could tell anybody what would I do different? I, I don't know that I would do anything different. I would say, follow every open door that God gives you. Uh, experiment a little bit. Try this, try that. But it was just like coming to Oral Roberts University. I came to get an MDiv, but I discovered I'm not in tune with the academic world. Don't ask me to do that. I want to be in the Holy Spirit under the anointing, be in that pulpit, release the power of God through radio, through television, through pulpit ministry, however the Lord has me to do it. And that would be my encouragement to anybody listening right now. Don't, don't box yourself in. This is the only way we can do ministry. Well, the Bible clearly says that the right, the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. And every step you took was a step toward that goal. And I, I identify with that, Stephen, because even in the days when I was running from God, when I was performing in nightclubs, when I was doing musical theater and comedy and, and I was singing in a rock band, all of that was preparing me for the day when my father would ask me to be the primary soloist on his television program, when I would That's give it. my heart to the Lord and then stand by his side as he preached and prayed for the sick. And then that anointing came on me. And now here That's I am all right. these years later, still involved in the healing ministry. Every step I took was a step stepping stone, you might say, to get That's me right. to get me to the goal where God wanted me. And if you're watching today and you think, well, I'm stuck over here. No, you're not stuck. You're not stuck at all. If you're allowing the Lord to use you where you are, like he was using Stephen, like he was using me, then he's preparing you for what he wants you to do as his ultimate goal for your life. And Stephen, would you take this opportunity right now to pray for those that are watching? We have people who are watching and people who are listening only. So would you pray over them today? Heavenly Father, I just utilize this digital media platform like an electronic prayer cloth. And I pray that the, the individual listening, viewing right now, will literally touch their digital device. And this becomes a connection, just like a prayer cloth, just like 
I used to see Oral Roberts stretch his hands across the television screen and tell people to come up off the couch and put their hands on the television screen. That that was so impressive to me as a young person. And I and I pray right now that that people will touch their digital device and and feel that connection between Richard and I as we release the anointing for wherever they're they're hurting today. Some are broken, some are bruised, some are held captives by spirits of infirmity. We release the anointing, the power of God. Touch them now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I set my faith in agreement with Stephen's prayer. Uh, thank God for it. Only two, it only takes two of us to come together to believe God. That's it. And I set my faith with you right now, and I send the word of God to you according to Psalm 107, verse 20, which says, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. I send that healing word to you in your body, in your mind, in your finances, in your family, in your emotions, in your business or your job or your ministry, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, I send the word to you and I believe God. Friend, there's no distance in prayer. And I send that word to you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. amen. Praise God. Pastor Stephen, thank you so very much for being my guest today. Amen. God bless you. And my love to Jan and all the Strader clan. Absolutely. <laughs> and everyone at Ignited Church, God richly bless you. And thank you for joining me on Expect a Miracle. I'll see you next week in Jesus' name. Bye-bye for now. Text giving is now available. It's as simple as taking out your mobile phone and opening your text app. If you're in the USA, text RRM to 833-881-6442. Then just follow the prompts. Now, if you're in Canada, text RRM Canada to 77977. That's RRM to 833-881-6442 in the USA and RRM Canada to 77977 if you're in Canada. And we'll put the numbers in the show notes for easy reference. Your generosity makes a difference.